Hey, welcome to Dudes Being Dudes. I'm Josh. I'm Forrest. That's cute. I'm I'm the important one, though. Yeah, I'm the cute one. Okay, I didn't think you'd say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one day, right. I'll, I'll, I'll be the trophy wife. I'm cool. One day we'll nail one of these opening bits. It'll happen. No, I refuse. You can't make me. Bro, I am terrified at this impeachment process, mostly because I'm not actually following it. <laughs> We're becoming that podcast. No. <laughs> Hold on. You were supposed to be the chosen one. The best of us. <laughs> you fell into the politics. No, I'll, I'll clarify. I, I'm not a fan. I don't want to go deep into like ethics or politics. I'm, I'm just, this is just oh, my thank God. No, 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 no. We're not. This isn't a debate. <laughs> Looking at it from the outside, as someone who I'm not reading a lot of news about it, it's just, it's just been stressing me out, so I'm not following it. Um, well, it's a stressful process. If you have been following it, I've been trying to keep up with it, and I may not be the, the, the smartest cookie in the jar, but something's happening that makes no sense. Well, okay, so <laughs> I, I, I do look at like politicians' tweets, and they make me laugh, because they'll be like, we won, and like 45 <laughs> minutes will pass, and it's like, no, nah, hold on. This the is a best, very complicated issue. Yeah, the best is when they try to be relatable. That's my favorite. What was that politician who made that tweet where he was like, you're too lit to politic? Oh my god, nothing will be better than Hillary Clinton dabbing. <laughs> I was like, yes! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. got him. But my thing is like, <laughs> what scares me is... I feel like Mike Pence is a scarier person. Here's the and thing, so- Mike, Mike Pence is on a chain. And 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 if something actually goes down, like <laughs> it's gonna get it's gonna get Starship Troopers real fast. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was gonna say Donald Trump feels like the 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 video game boss that I kill, and then he's like, I was just trying to hold back the other. And yeah, like, he was he shape. was the necessary evil, and then Penn steps up, and we're like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, right. And but then- here's the thing, Pence. Like, you can feel how you want politically, but I've done some like background on the man. And like a lot of the, I mean, smear stuff comes out about every, every politician. I remember half the stuff that came out about Bill Clinton in the nineties when I was growing up and I was like, but he's such a cool dude. I mean, he played the maybe he's not, on TV. Yeah, he can't be that bad. He plays sweet sex. I mean, he, he might be something worse. We don't know. We don't have the information, but I love how people will go after Pence and he'll just be like, okay, well you have a good day now. I'm like, grandpa, <laughs> poor grandpa. He has a bunny that he calls the Botus. Instead of like POTUS, it's a bunny, and he calls it the yeah. POTUS. You can't hate someone who has a pet rabbit, can you? I mean, I maybe can. you can. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't like him for reasons. Again, reasons we all get into. Uh, that's not the point. But like, I, I didn't pick him. <laughs> no, that's the other thing. Is it's like when when Trump was like, but Mike Mike Pence is my VP. I was kind of like, of course. <laughs> Listen, I I sat down. With, with with my necromancer buddies, and they were like, listen, we need more time to resurrect Teddy. And I was like, alright, well, then I guess I'll wait. <laughs> I guess I'll take this, like, guy who's one step away from being a raisin to be my VP. Come on. Mike Pence <laughs> just, like, waddles behind him. Oh, God. But yeah, no, no the, the, the impeachment is a hot mess. Yeah, and well, first of all, I don't really know how long an impeachment takes. Um, I know it's the first step towards dismissal, but I don't think we're going to get to there. And uh, it just feels like a waste of American taxpayer money. It, it really it, does. It just feels like everyone involved is, if you're defending them or you're, you're on the attack, you're doing it 
for points. It you feels like I mean? the Matrix is glitching. No, it feels like the year before an election year is what it feels like. <laughs> that too. That's why they're buckling <laughs> down. They're like, we don't have a good candidate. What do we do? Oh my god. We, we can't <laughs> sabotage Bernie twice. <laughs> take him out back like old Yeller. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> oh my god. No one will notice. <laughs> who called who called that guy fat? Uh the Oh Biden. Buddy. Biden. Oh my god. <laughs> Biden is the Democratic Trump. And I, I mean that <laughs> the my favorite is when someone gets really political and they're like, man, the founding fathers didn't intend this way. I'm like, if the founding fathers saw the stuff that we've done for the past 40 years, they would take all their children out back and beat them with a cane as they should. Oh my we God. We are assholes nowadays. There's this Tumblr post where it's like, I bring Abraham Lincoln back to life. And it's like, <laughs> Mr. Lincoln, what do you think about the state of politics in America? And he's like, what is that small oven on top of your counter? <laughs> Exactly. Fucking, <laughs> but if Lincoln actually got into the politics nowadays, I feel like he'd... The man already suffered from extreme depression. I feel like he'd fucking kill himself. I mean, or he'd start wrestling again. I would love to see oh, God. an Undertaker oh, God, Abraham yes. Lincoln match. Can we, can we make for, like, President's Day? <laughs> like, every, <laughs> like the, the, the WWE guys dress up as different presidents and oh, fight? <laughs> like, old... Like, the requirement would be it has to be a president who hasn't sat in office for like 20 years. That's the only requirement. Do you want George Bush Sr. So, to wheel out? To I, want, I want Sr. to fight like Taft. <laughs> or, and Taft is like in a tub when he comes oh out. Yeah. I would, so, what we, so we have, the, we have the technology to pretend to narrate a presidential boxing match if we wanted oh to. And I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. President's Day is not that far off. I I kind um no I'll no tell policies. you that joke later I'll tell I'll tell you that joke later it's a good one but it's not it's not family friendly <laughs> um but yeah man no it's stressful but the one that kills me is like how they try to they try to pitch a lot of this stuff almost like it's like like a sports season you know it's like which team are you gonna root for and you're like fucking America like what what are you doing. <laughs> Stop it! We're supposed to be making the world a better place. It's not helping. Oh my god! I just like it happens every it happens every three years. You know, it's like, hey, we're gonna do everything I can whoa, whoa, to make cutting. sure you know. Oh, oh, you're good. Okay, we're gonna do everything we can to make sure um, that like the teams are defined for the election year. But my yeah, thing but is like, Gary Jones running again. He's the only person I'd ever vote for. Oh, fair enough. But it's also like <laughs> the one that gets on my nerves is like the whole team thing. And like there will always, li always be liberal and conservative. And I understand both aspects of, of both sides. But it, it's become such a us versus them. And at the end of the day, it's like, aren't we all like in the same nation? Can't we like, all just get along? I mean, no one's ever going to get along. That's ignorant. But that's ignorant. Um, but. You can agree to disagree and not go for the balls in the throat every time you have an argument. Be like, well, that person's a racist. Yeah, well, that person touches kids. It's like, whoa. <laughs> First of all, why are either of you running? <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> That's always my thing where it's like we, we, we know enough now to know that if there's a good, a good amount of rich people and rich politicians just uh, 
attacking children, to put it the nicest way we can. Oh, both um, sides are doing it 100%. Yeah, everyone's doing in different ways. Why, why aren't we, why aren't we do like, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. You why that aren't we just going to class? You know? Yeah. Here's what? the thing. Here's the thing. The people who would actually make a good difference for this country are sane enough to not run for office. Heard that. Yeah. Like, and I'm, even the ones that are in certain levels of office, like governors or, you know, people are trying to take care of like their community and stuff like that, where they're from and stuff like that. They don't want to go any farther because they see what it does to you when you become president. They don't want that. Dude, looking, just looking at Obama when he finished his terms, like that man, I mean, he aged well. He definitely had some work done, but he aged really well. But he's still freaking aged super fast. Like it is a strange restful job oh, like yeah. like bush before him bush looked like someone had taken a hammer made out of cocaine to his face oh my god what is it is it blade 2 where chris Christopherson gets bit by the vampire and blade's like how do you feel and he's like like hammered shit <laughs> <laughs> i people people rammed into into junior and on certain things fair enough but i feel like he just tried his best and he came out worse for wear. <laughs> Bush Bush Jr. was at home one day playing Star Fox 64. And his dad was like, son, you're going to be president. I've already talked to the shadow government. He was like, what? Oh, I know what we're talking about. Speaking of the shadow government. So watching what's happening so the scared. past few days, watching what's been happening for the past few days, we're getting quite a lot of evidence that there's like a shadow situation going on. Um, I think a lot of people call it the deep state, which I mean, duh. But also at the same time, there's there's these okay there's there's photographic evidence of this existing. So there, I don't know if it's still a thing, but back in the day there used to be um, something called like I think it was called like the Owl Grove or something like that. But they would go off and have these parties, these politicians, most of them obviously old white men, and they would burn this giant fucking owl while just sitting around and drinking oh. and partying. And then George Bush was one of them. Yeah, it's only yeah. men could go. Yeah, uh, and here's the other creepy thing. They went and built the fucking Pentagon and all the buildings around it. When you get an eye view, it's a fucking owl. What in the dick? Also, <laughs> what is this? Court of Owls? Where's Batman? It, it's the Bohemian Grove. That's the Bohemian, yes, the Bohemian Grove. Terrifying. Bohemian Club. You can't go... You can't film anything, but I know one like a someone filmed. Someone got pictures. Someone got pictures. Yeah. No, someone got video of a speech, like a ceremony where they were before oh they were burning the owl. And I'm not I'll gonna lie, to I it. think that was an InfoWars journalist, as as loosely as I'm saying journalist after saying InfoWars, but I think it was an InfoWars guy who snuck in there because I remember there being a big deal after Alex Jones making comments about it. Let me put it in post, but I'll find the speech and I'll find who named it and I'll name them. That it just like Yeah. The fact that someone had the balls to go in there and try and film that, like, you know those people would assassinate you. Like, that's not even a question. It's like, they wouldn't dare. Yes, they would. <laughs> the Clintons do it. You think no one else is doing it? You're high. It's just like, well, I mean, I'm rich allegedly, enough. Allegedly. Kinda, allegedly. Allegedly, Nixon was in it, which is a fun little thing. <laughs> now you know. <coughs> it's um, so sketchy. Uh, okay. Uh, Spy Magazine writer Philip Weiss was a guest for seven days in 1989 and on the waiting list for 33 years. Uh, Weiss published the article uh, Inside Bohemian Grove writing, You know you are inside the grove when you come down a trail in the woods, hear piano music from amid a group of tents, 
and then around a bend see a man with a beer in one hand urinating into the bushes. This is the most gloried in ritual of the encampment. Uh, the freedom of powerful men to pee wherever they like, a right the club has invoked when trying to fight government anti-sex discrimination efforts, and one curtailed only when it comes to a few popular redwoods just outside the dining circle. Dude, whatever. When I need to pee, I just pull over. Like, that's a... What? That's not a privilege. That's just... You gotta pee. This is a Washington Post article from 2011 by Elizabeth Flock. Oh, uh, back when they were actually good writers. Got it. Here's a Bill Clinton quote. Former President Bill Clinton once told a heckler, the Bohemian Club. Did you say the Bohemian Club? That's where all those rich Republicans go up and stand naked against redwood trees, right? I've never been to the Bohemian Club, but you ought to go. It'd be good for you. You'd get some fresh air. Yeah, because it's only Republicans. We know it's all of you. Don't pretend. I just don't trust rich people, to be honest. I just don't trust people. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm not biased. Speaking people in not- general. Speaking of not trusting people, we're going to step away from politics. So if, you, if you've been holding your breath, please <laughs> let go. Um, Grabbing their pitchforks, sharpening their torches. Well, it's like, <laughs> if, you're, if you're mad, I think you should be able to tell that I don't know what I'm talking about. So only be mad at Forrest. Uh, I mean, I'm the prepper, so. <laughs> Come get me. Yeah, My <laughs> doors stay unlocked. I accept all challengers. I'm recording this from my, uh, my dungeon. Come find me. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> So my ukulele, I love it to death. I've had it for like two years. Um, I got it in payment for tutoring somebody one time, which was fucking cool. Uh, the neck. That's the, that's the most college payment I've ever heard next to beer. Well, I will in, pay you in ukulele. <laughs> well, it, it was more like, I was like, don't pay me because I'm trying to date you. Uh, and she was like, that's not going to happen. And I was like, fair enough. But I already said I'm going to tutor you. So here we are. She's a good friend to this day. Um, and then that year around around this time, she gave me a ukulele because she wasn't using it. Um, and she was like, well, you know, you won't take cash. But whatever. You, so, you tried to buy sex with knowledge. You no, not sex. Rock creep. No, not sex. <laughs> I was, I was, I was. I'm yeah, Josh and you, Josh. Oh, you, you're so original. Anyways. <laughs> The neck from the ukulele, the glue, like, separated from the bass, so it wouldn't hold tune. So I take it to Guitar Center, and I'm like, help. And he's like, guy behind the counter's like, look, this is usually, like, a $150 process, but really all I'm going to do is, like, glue it and hold it together tight. It's going to take a couple days for the glue to dry. That's going to be 50 bucks. And I was like, all right, that's a deal. I'd glue it myself, but I'm, I'm afraid of messing it up. I'll call you Friday. And he was like, no, 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 no. Call me Saturday, which would be four days after the thing happened. He's like, that's when it'll be done. And I was like, okay. So I called him yesterday. And he was like, yeah, it's going to need a little bit extra TLC, a little more tender love and care. And I was like, why? And he was like, well, you know, sometimes these things get more complicated than they, than they should be. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Well, I'm leaving town. I'm leaving Florida Monday at 5 p.m. Are we around there to go to Georgia for like two weeks? And so and I would like my property back. Yeah. Well, also, I don't want them to be stuck with it. You know, if yeah, you're just which, you're, you're just trying to expedite the process. I get it. Yeah. And he, he was like, oh, well, call me Monday at like one or two and we'll and and we'll talk. I'm going to call him after we're done with this session around like eight or so and be like, yo. What's the diagnosis? But yeah. I'm terrified that he like splintered it because to to fix my problem with the uke, you use wood glue on the neck and you put the base back on, and you put a thing on the bottom and a thing on the top and you 
they both like apply pressure and it holds it tight for three days. My fear is that he did it too tight and he just snapped my ukulele in the middle. I just like picturing him like the minute that you left the uke with him, they just took it across his knee. That'd be really funny. They were really cool though. Like <laughs> I, I've never been to guitar center. Um, guitar centers. You usually have one of two people working there. Either one, it's like some old rocker who never really, never really made it, but really knows the music, loves the music, understands the instruments. And he wants to sit down with you. It's kind of like when you go into a gun store and it's a vet who's working with you, or you get the person who wants to seem like that person, but cooler. <laughs> they don't actually know as much and they hustle you. Yeah. Well, like I went in thinking I needed new strings. I didn't even see the crack on the uke. Um, Cause all of a sudden it just wasn't holding tune. And I was like, these are plastic strings. They should last longer than like the year that I've had them, but maybe I'm wrong. I'll go get new strings. And so I'm talking to the guy and he's like, Oh my God, what'd you do? And I was like, I don't know. Because for that to separate, there usually has to be like impact, but there is an thing on your uke. Yeah, I was like, I'm just a god, dude. Get over it. Um, we need we need to get you an electric ukulele, <laughs> dude. Honestly, my buddy uh, is staying with me. He's moving back to Jersey, and he had a ukulele, a soprano uke, so it's a little higher than mine. Mine's a tenor, and he gave it to me. I've been rocking out. Yeah, been been doing that wonderful world cover over and over and over again. Actually, I've been I've been trying to learn uh, Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas" because I'm bringing my uke with me home, and I think that'd be really fun. All right. Oh yeah, bro. Okay. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I just want to. I want to. I want to be like, bro. What'd you do? You know. Listen. Was there a midget involved? <laughs> Who were they? Fucking. <laughs> there's there's two rules in every mystery. Who are they sleeping with? And where's the little person? <laughs> I love that rule. <laughs> I just want to see. I just want to see that spoof detective film. I just want to see it. Forrest and I took a uh, creative writing course together on history, mystery, and suspense writing. And we got to like noir Beautiful movies. Class. And Beautiful class. We, we kind of broke down noir movies to the essence where it's just like who's sleeping with who. And we had to play this board game where our instructor would read these scenarios. And we'd have to solve the mystery. Using only yes or no questions. And Josh and I were just overriding the other students in the class yelling out answers. And then we took on personas of detectives from like the 1920s. (laughs) To be fair, at first we were trying to let everyone play, but the other two kids weren't talking. They didn't want to play. Yeah. And I was like, all right, we're going to (laughs) win. So we both took on like... New Yorker cops kind of attitude, and we were like, listen. Yeah, see? Pretend to take a, a long drag on a cig and be like, the number one question you got to ask yourself in these kinds of situa- situations, who they fucking? And then you were like, and was there a midget? <laughs> and it just became canon for the rest of the class. Well, it, it moved us through the game pretty easy. Oh my god! Because we started asking those questions, and it started solving. It started solving <laughs> cases. So we I were mean, like, "What?" I'll I'll save up and I'll get that game. They don't. It's not in print anymore, so it's going to be like sixty. And we'll play it on the podcast. Yeah, we'll get we'll get like another person on, or maybe, and so one of us will host, and the, everybody else can play. Beautiful. Oh, that'd be great. Oh um, man. Bagley was so frustrated because he was like, 
he was having fun, but he was still trying to run the class. But also at the same time, I think he was frustrated because we were answering the cases with those two questions <laughs> until we found out which one of them could be answered by the case. Yeah, I don't, I don't think our creative writing professor was very happy that reusing the same bit. <laughs> but it worked for like four cases. <laughs> Dude, we were on it for a second. It was amazing. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, my Jeep, God bless it. Is oh, uh, it tried to Cursed. die? It tried to die on me three times, and I've brought it back from the brink two and a half times. So, um, at first, I'm leaking coolant, and I'm like, ah, I need a new water pump. And it takes me four days because things are stuck together that shouldn't be stuck together. Well, the person together. who owned it previously bolted something, an extra fan into your system, right? Yeah. So, I have a 2000 Grand Cherokee, uh, they come with an electric fan. But if your car is prone to overheat or you live in hot areas, you can get a fan clutch, which is a metal fan that you bolt to like your pulley system on your water pump. So it spins as well, doing more airflow. It has a purpose. Um, and because I live in Florida, that's a good thing. But I, I couldn't get it off. <laughs> I didn't well, have like... Because the bolt that he used was completely rounded off. Yeah, everything was like slipping. You, you brought two adjustable wrenches and neither one of them worked. I bought a pipe wrench. And I tied my water pump pulley down with uh, wire hangers so nothing would move. And I like, I ended up punching like something else in my car, like turning it so hard, and I got it off. Um, but then it just randomly it would, my electrics would work in my car, but it wouldn't ignite. It wasn't a starter. There wasn't any noise or anything. And I was like, and I bought a new car battery. Um, didn't need to, I just needed to get a new terminal, which is that little connector piece that connects the wire to the battery. So I spent a hundred bucks when I could have spent eight. <laughs> That's usually how it goes with cars though. You usually either get swindled into paying too much, or if you know a little bit about car knowledge, but you're not like a mechanic, then you're like, oh, I'm, I'm a man. I can do this. I'm a racing <laughs> yeah. rat. $100 later, you're like, this is bullshit. I'm calling my dad. <laughs> oh no i i called well because i thought at first like because you know sometimes if something goes wrong with your car you're like maybe it's a fluke and we can overlook it um mm, i've been without wiper fluid for like a month <laughs> wiper fluid wiper fluid is nothing that's this is like i'm saying like when you when you're driving and you shift into second and your whole car shakes and you're like we're just gonna hope that doesn't happen twice today and you just keep driving well, I feel like I'm a bad person to bring that up to because I started learning to drive in government vehicles. So by the time I was in personal cars, I was just like, it's screaming at me. That's normal. That's fine. Yeah. Um, well, like, so the first time it happened, I started like crossing things off the list that it couldn't be. And that's when I called my dad as I was like, everything I know about cars. <laughs> I've run a diagnosis and. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like your car doesn't start. So you check the starter. We've done a triage. Yeah. My fuel pump was working because you can actually hear it. Um, turn on in your car if it's a, if it's old enough. And then um, timing belt was fine because I timed it. I mean, everything was there. And I was like, what is it? And he goes, I don't know. And I was like, oh, well. <laughs> That's never good. <laughs> when you turn to the older man in the family, it's just like, you've lived longer than me and are more knowledgeable about these things. How do I fix it? Not a clue. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, going to the village elder and him being like, that sounds right. like a real problem. <laughs> Retro. <laughs> Seems like your car's fucked. <laughs> like, man, my car's fucked, man. You gotta oh. fix it, man. Help, oh, Scoob. How are we gonna get sandwiches if the mystery machine doesn't work? Uh, my shaggy sounds like 
Kermit. Uh, yeah, it does. I'll do the Shaggy. You do the Kermit. Rainbow Connection meets Scooby Doo. I, I mean, you got the uke. It's only one step more till you're at a banjo. Oh my god! Do you know how they filmed that scene in the Muppets movie? Um, no. So the swamp, the Rainbow Connection scene where Kermit's on the log. Was it a swamp. dude like scuba diving under the water? Jim Henson, like it, or yeah. was it Jim? Was it Jim? <laughs> yeah. He put himself under the water in like a makeshift submarine pumping oxygen to him. And and they only had like so many takes or they were just going to not be able to do it. Ah, uh, yes. Could die, but a submarine. The yeah. <laughs> Listen, I would, I would, I would sacrifice a small child to work on the Muppets, which I feel like is probably the requirement. That's how you well, get your puppet. <laughs> I was reading about, well, yeah, I was reading about like how, Sesame Street characters like become who they are. Like how do you walk into you walk into the Bohemian Grove, but for the Muppets, and there's this giant pentagram with Kermit the Frog at the center, like st- like carved into the ground with like the different the, instead of a five point star, it's Kermit Kermit's face, and you sacrifice the child to Jim Henson, and it resurrects as your puppet character. Jim Jim Henson's head got the Disney treatment, and so he's still alive. And you go and you ask him what character you're supposed to do. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> no, but like apparently, like they so someone designs a Muppet, right? And then if you're a puppeteer or a Muppeteer, I don't really know. They give it to you, and like, okay, you've got like a week. Give it a character and stuff, and then come back and show us. And so to get on the show, I think you make a puppet yourself in your interview. Your talent audition is you is you being and interacting with the puppet. Um, Elmo went through like five puppeteers. And like one of them made it on the show, and you can find like old footage of it. And Elmo talks like this. Oh my. He's like, he's like, I don't really care about most things. La 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 la. La 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 la. Elmo's world. Ah! Like, oh god, do I have hold on, it's like While we're waiting, I saw my <laughs> Welcome to Elmo's world. Today we're talking about the death tax. Like that's the voice. <laughs> oh yes. Um, my um my wife was showing me something recently. Speaking of uh, Elmo's world, so parent related stuff. But my wife showed me recently um a tweet from uh uh oh god who plays Deadpool? <laughs> Help me, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Thank Reynolds. you. Um, Ryan Reynolds has notoriously funny um, tweets about being a dad, and um, his tweet was just, get out of my head, Paw Patrol theme song, and I was just like, somebody gets it! <laughs> oh my god, I woke up this morning. You know how you wake up, you stare at the ceiling? And you're like, god, it really I is check the today. door usually, because reasons, but yeah. And I wake up, I just stare, and then like I'm sitting there, and I'm like, what am I gonna do today? You know, blah, 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 and then my brain just starts going, Free credit report.com. Yeehaw. And I was like, ah, stop it. And it's been have going you seen have you seen Inside Out or not? Yeah, yeah, Inside Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, the triple dead gum. They're like, sometimes we just send this up to mess with them. It's like, you know what? Brain, I don't appreciate it. The movie is disturbing. The more I watch yeah. it, the more I'm like, this is a child having a full mental breakdown. I think I, I know I look into that movie too much because like when I watch it, I see joy, experience, sadness, and anger and disgust but she's only joy. But then I know that there wouldn't be a story if she wasn't able to arc. Yeah. But also at the same time you're sitting there and you're like, how deep does the rabbit hole go? Yeah. It's just her. It, does her brain have a joy and a 
I think they allude to that actually. No, they go to other people's brains, but I think joy and stuff is. Oh no, you're right. My favorite is um the I almost said DLC the 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 the, the scene at, at the, after the credits when she actually like starts getting better and she goes to hockey and she runs into the boy and it's like in her head and all that stuff she's like oh he's cute blah 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 and she's like hi and like goes to walk past him but in his head he doesn't even say anything and in his head's just girl 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 girl, girl and everyone's running around screaming and crying <laughs> I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> at that age yeah that sounds about right I like that the dad. Every one of the ones in his brain are anger, and they're all sitting in like the Star Trek. Just thing. different versions, d- different versions of anger. My favorite is when the the wife is talking to him, and he's just like, he's like tired from work or whatever, and it goes into his brain, and he's watching the game. <laughs> he's like, "What'd she say to us? Nod, nod, nod." <laughs> um, <laughs> the foot is down. I repeat, the foot is down. Foot so is we're down. detecting high levels of sass. <laughs> yeah, dude. My kid today, when we got back from from um from a way too long trip to BJ's um, my, my kid, uh, we were putting the groceries away and I'm like having to reorganize stuff. Cause the stuff you buy at BJ's is in bulk. So we have to rearrange the whole fridge and freezer and all that in the pantry. And she's in the other room and Kelly's like, Hey sweetie, can you go take your shoes off? And she was just like, no, I don't want to. And she's like, well, you need to go do it. She's like, I won't. And I came around the corner, like at lightning speed. And I was just like, you need to do this or bad things are going to happen to you. And Christmas is coming. And she was like, what does that mean? Like ran to the stairs and took her shoes off. And I like started walking towards the Christmas tree while looking at her. And she started taking her shoes off faster. I was like, I didn't even say I was going to take them away. I just walked towards the Christmas tree and stared at you. But what's that quote where it's like, get a bunch of wrap a bunch of empty boxes and put them under the tree. And then every time one of your kids acts up, throw a box in the fireplace. Oh my God. I'd, I'd rather not scar my child. My parents had way too much fun with me when I was growing up, and it's probably the reason I'm such a bitter old man at 27. She'll so, be fine. Uh, She'll just hate Christmas. I, I mean, I already kind of have that problem. My wife hates it because she's like, I'm so ready to put up lights. And I'm like, you know that that picture where it shows the Grinch pulling the line off the Christmas lights uh, above the garage? That's yeah, that's my level. <laughs> well, I, she wants I to be seen from space. Oh my god. I feel bad though because I'm indifferent towards Christmas. I don't hate Christmas. I enjoy the day. But also like yeah, you know? It's like Tuesday. I don't know. It's weird. I don't I don't have words. Yeah, it's it's like uh my well like growing up my parents would be like, We'd get you something and you'd open it and you'd be like, Oh cool, thanks. And that'd be well, it. I was I was raised Catholic. I had to to escape that encampment, but being dragged to church all the time, like it was cool and like I had some interest in it, but for the most part it was kind of like, all right, so this is Christmas, I'm kind of over it. Um honestly, the best Christmases I had were overseas. So <laughs> that says something, but they they fed us, right? <laughs> we got some time off. It wasn't bad. Um, but no Christmas with, with family and kids, it's, it's all about the kids and you go out of your way to make it as magical and big as you can. But then you like come back like years later and you're just like, where's half the shit I got them for Christmas now. Oh yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah. I love, I loved it like as a kid, but around like, I don't know, my teens, I was like, eh, take it or leave it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It depends on your household. Like. I don't know. I um, 
without getting too much into that, because we're going to talk about that when it gets a little bit closer to Christmas. The one that I really like is um, the whole concept of uh, Santa Claus with the kids and lying to them and threatening them with Santa Claus all the time. And to me, it just feels like BS. Like Santa Claus is supposed to be this positive thing, but parents are always like, you better be good for goodness sake or Santa's going to take all your stuff. <laughs> it's like we're, we're bribing our children. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, but actually, I do it. One of the guys we had on season, one of the little guys is about to release a song or maybe already has. Released, I'm not sure about how they think the idea of teaching kids Santa Claus is inherently like dangerous to the mind. And he's I like, mean, yeah, he well, he's a political singer songwriter. So he gets into a lot of trouble. Uh, but he was like, I've never gotten more hate than saying I don't like the idea of Santa Claus. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. If he wants to be a Scrooge, that's that's his call. But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't, I don't push and and shill Santa Claus in my house like a lot of people do. Like, I'll bring him up and we'll watch like a movie or like make jokes. But I'm not like every five seconds like Santa's coming, Santa's coming. Are you ready? Santa's coming. No. Like stressing your kid out. They're sitting there in their bed later, like, oh my God, Santa's watching me right now. I better be good, but I don't know how to be good because I'm fucking three. <laughs> well, yeah, a, a three year old doesn't understand the, the inherent the concept balance. of good and evil. Good and yeah. evil. Yeah. They're not there yet. It's but... like, I know that I'll get yelled at if I do the thing that I've been yelled at before for, but I don't understand why. <laughs> but they also turn around and do something and then look at you knowing that you're going to yell at them and you have to be like, you know what, you little shit. I'm throwing one of the boxes in the fireplace. <laughs> so I guess it's just a, it's always a balance. And in, in Western culture, we don't really understand balance, but what culture does? Nobody. None, I mean, of, none on this planet. Yeah. Thanos, Thanos had it pretty figured out, but then he went full <laughs> crazy because of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm not touching that. <laughs> I don't want those. I don't want those listeners. The Thanos listeners. Um, the Thanos listeners. The Thanos fans. I don't want those. Bro, listeners. when that movie came out and people were like, Loki kind of made sense. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, anyone who tried to be like, well, this really makes sense in this movie, I'd be like, it's a superhero film. Who cares? It's not here to make a political statement. It's here to go boom, bang, boom. Chappelle, I can fly. I don't have enough. I don't have enough food in my house to feed all five people. I'm killing two of them. Mm, that's a natural response. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess it depends on the situation. It's not the Great Depression. He could have used the, <clears throat> the glove hand to make planets entirely made of food and given everybody technology oh, yeah, to go yeah, get yeah. food. He was just like, reality is mine to control. I'm like, then you can solve some problems. Yeah. Instead, you were like, the problem is people. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not disagreeing with you. But I feel like we've skipped some levels. Yeah. Also, like... You awful. went from, boy, I sure do like blonde hair, blue-eyed people, <laughs> to I'm going to kill anyone who doesn't look like this. Yeah. There's a great comic about Thanos. Thanos gets, had his own standalone comic for a little bit, and they did this arc called Thanos Wins, where in a different Marvel universe, Thanos did it. He took over the world. He beat Galactus. Used the found a way to make the Infinity Gauntlet permanent was inherently a god, but someone over time came to challenge him, and he was super old. 
So he reached back in time to find a young version of himself and was like, I need you to help me. And young Thanos was like, you're weak. I have to destroy you. And I remember reading it and be like, what are you doing? Ask him questions about how to take over and then kill him. I was no, but what, what I'm sure I will be crucified for. <clears throat> Comics can only make so much sense because at the end of the day, it's a fiction. Yeah, but also... Sometimes you sometimes you read like the Marvel all new manga universe they did, and you're like, "We could have done no, better." I I don't read that because oh, it's it's funny, I don't man. have the time. It's I'm so married funny. and have a child and work and school. <laughs> I don't Let have, me have the time. My hobbies. Let me have my hobbies. <laughs> you can no, you can have those hobbies right now. You can, but when you when when you when you settle down, <clears throat> some of those go away. <laughs> no, I'll just get my kid in the comics. It's dumb. Yeah, no. yeah. It takes a while to get to the point where you can do that. I've tried getting my kid into into a lot of the stuff that I'm into, and she's just like, "That's cool." And then she's like, "I'm gonna go laugh at farting and watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse." And I'm like, "All right." <laughs> I like to imagine you're trying to watch, you're trying to make her watch like Leon the Professional, and she's like, "Dad, have you heard of a weeble wobble? Motherfuckers don't fall over." <laughs> I don't know. I would I would enjoy that conversation, but it's more along the lines of like, Daddy, I, I'm going to go do this now. And I'm like, okay, you said you wanted to do this thing that we're doing right now, but you can go do that now. So like, okay. And then I'll start to put away the thing that she wanted to do in the first place, and she'll start screaming at me that I'm putting it away. That's I, what I, we're dealing with here. <laughs> I love those like collections of pictures where it's like, kids crying but why are they crying and it's like he dropped his receipt and it's a kid like have you seen the toddler the 10 commandments it's amazing no um it's like one of the commandments is just like um if i was playing with something and then i put it down to play with something else and someone else picks it up to play with it i immediately want to play with it um the one of the other commandments is just like um everything is mine <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it just goes on from there and the more i read it i'm like god toddlers are psychopaths um my favorite there was a tiktok that was like this little boy's crying and the lady filming was like what's well, what's wrong like what's what's going on and he's like i don't i did a bit, I did a bit. like toddler like blabber and he's like i don't want to marry her and she's like you don't want to marry what are you talking about and this little girl like runs into the room she's holding this like stuffed animal and she's like i will marry you and he's like no <laughs> <laughs> um the one that's just been like the the full spirit of like being a parent, especially nowadays, because um, trying to be a parent, and I'll talk about this in in the next part, but trying to be a parent and have a social life is nigh on impossible because a majority of people don't want to hang out with you even when you have the time. So say you finally get a babysitter, and you're like, who wants to go out and drink? People are like, I have plans, and you're like, fuck you, bitch. Like if you were really my friend, you'd stick around. But also at the same time, when you were that person. Who didn't have the kid and someone else had a kid you stopped hanging out with the people with kids but also finding people who have kids who want to go out and do stuff a majority of those people you end up hating because you become a very specific version of yourself when you become a parent because you're trying to get your kid to emulate you to some degree because everyone's just trying to make copies of themselves just better versions <laughs> so at the end of the day when you sit down with a parent to get a drink and like anything about your kids comes up, com comes up and they disagree with you, you're like, I'll cut you. I'll cut you right <laughs> now. But Seems my, like my favorite with an idiot. <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing that I've ever seen 
is um that that represents what it's like to be a parent is that video where the kids running past and the mom's just like they're out at a at a like a barbecue or whatever people <laughs> and she's like line. yeah yeah she's like honey what is that you've got in your hand he's like a knife and she's like no when no! she starts chasing him <laughs> i'm like that's parenting <laughs> right there it's so great um we're coming up on an hour um I just our recording thing doesn't have a doesn't have a timer. We've got ten more minutes. You want to push it through, or do you just want to call it here? Let's call it here and let's move on to our next episode. So Christmas is next week. It uh, yeah. That well, next Monday will be the twenty third. Uh, is when the next one will come out. Um, I hope you've all been what, good. I, I wish you wouldn't have said that. I was. <laughs> I'm not. But what are we doing next week is that is that because you've been naughty josh but what are we doing next week yeah what you, are we doing? you texted me you were like we're doing a themed episode and i was like what oh. does this mean <laughs> oh buckle up buttercup but what is it though <laughs> i don't know you're gonna have to wait and see that's right come along to listen <laughs> to next monday hell yeah all right thanks for coming Follow the show on Twitter at DBDcast. Follow me on Twitter at JWFreeman underscore. And if you um, don't follow us, I'm going to tell Santa. And you're going to get coal in your stocking. I'll find you. And I'll make you install Twitter. Liam, no. Follow me. Liam. And leave. Liam, no. I have a very particular <laughs> skin of social media accounts. <laughs> Liam, no. <laughs> Liam, <laughs> stop. I, I just... <laughs> I just redid the website for the little guys to make sure my social media was like peak for moving into the second season. And I, Oh, I hate, I hate it. Oh no, I, I I get it. I get it. And you know how much of a, I I hate to say it, but boomer I can be about technology. My wife was, um, was checking up on, um, the tweets for for, uh, dudes being dudes. And she was like, you need to put hashtags at the end of these things. So people will see it. And I just turned to her and I was like, (gasps) Like yeah. I just not been doing it so now i'm hashtag happy ha- hashtags are hard um and we can we'll end with this uh because too many hashtags you sound corporate that's not what we want yeah but you want to be hashtag relatable but you do want to be found in search results and it, so it's like what do you do we're not so for the listener forest runs our official account for dudes being dudes and forest is learning to run our social for we are in taking baby steps i run the social media for my show with little guys um that you can follow um as well it's i think it's like uh the little guys three on twitter but i i i do everything in second person or not second person i say we a lot i'm like we are doing this but as we move into the second season i'm gonna start saying i because i think it's more relatable and approachable because I think one of the problems I'm having is when people interact with me on my official account, they talk to me like I'm a, like I'm a brand rep. Like you are human. Yeah. Like, hey man, I would love to. I would love to come on. Like, tell me about your host. And it's like, I, it's me. <laughs> You're talking to him. <laughs> you just rip off the mask. Yeah. I am the manager. Yeah, it's so weird. You, you will speak to me. Yeah. Um. So you don't because like if you use too many hashtags, you sound like, I don't know, like. Dr. Pepper corporate or EA or anything big. That's trying to be Disney. Disney's social posts are just like all the hashtags. They're they're just like, you get a hashtag and you get a hashtag. I think a good number is like two or three where it's like, I think three is like the cutoff point. Yeah. Hey guys, new episode of dudes being dudes out 11 AM on Monday. 
um, hashtag podcast, hashtag comedy, hashtag DVD, and you're out. Yep. I, I think, and there's no one but corporate accounts that does this, is when they put them in the middle of the tweet, only business guy, only suits do that. I've never seen people do it, like naturally. Where it's yeah. like, anyone feeling hashtag hungry Josh, today? It's all about the hustle. <laughs> Fucking hate social media and what it's done to us as a people. <laughs> I, I like using it because how else am I supposed to see? That's the, like, that's the point. How else are you? Yeah, how are you going to do it? How are you going to uh, stay connected? How are you going to stay relevant? You can't. You just can't, Nemo. If the internet shuts down, I will make a dudes by a, a, a dudes being dudes and a, the little guys. Um, we'll go carbon and stone. I will. We'll I will mail stone, out, send out stone tablets. <laughs> oh, we'll record this analog and mail out 33, 33 and third vinyls. Oh hell yeah! So you can. Epstein didn't kill himself. Jeffrey, 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 Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. All right. There we see go. you guys Monday. Uh, Bye. Yeah.